Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Las Vegas. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Going bell to bell with the best in professional wrestling news, entertainment, and lots of Sin City surprises from inside the squared circle. Now, let's get to all the exciting pro wrestling action and bring on the host. Here is Mark Hoke. All right, there we go. Woohoo! It's the first production error of the day, but that's all right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm Mark Hoke. Thanks for being with us today, everybody, on the Mark Hoke Show, the best in pro wrestling news and entertainment. Having a great time. We are in Los Angeles. I'm sitting here with the boss. Hanging out. He's uh, running the board for me today. Thank God. I'm tired. Oh, I've still got one more day to go and a drive home. But, of course, uh, we're live in L.A. for WrestleMania. And, of course, I've got the running mates back in Las Vegas with me. Brian Ronovich from Las Vegas Wrestling Scene. What's going on, buddy? I'm good. How are you, Mark? Um, Like I said. How many many interviews have you done this weekend? um, Have you counted? Yeah, oh, it's six. six. Okay. You did six at the jump. Okay. So. All right. Yeah, All pretty right. Crazy. Pretty crazy. And of course, from future stars of wrestling. And if you want to be a wrestler, announcer, referee, or just go to a show, go to fswvegas.com. He is Joe DeFalco. Joe, what's going on, big man? Well, you know, holding down the fort. I got the kid in, uh, in LA. He's uh, hanging out all weekend. So. There you go. It's uh, yeah, we, <laughs> we are, we are all wrestled out at the moment, I think with, with one more day to survive here, but what a great time it's been and what an amazing weekend to say the least guys. And, uh, at the top, I want to take a second and thank a few people, uh, first from WWE, Greg Domino, Craig, uh, Chuck Kingsbury, uh, Vanessa Cromer, Quinn Kim, and the rest of the WWE team has just been unbelievable. And I, I don't know how they do it. It is just uh, incredibly hectic and crazy on the media side, and I want to give them huge props for all the work they're doing and them helping us out. They, one of them may be getting a phone call from me in a little bit, but that's okay. Um, and I got—I promised I'd give this guy a shout-out. Don't know. Nobody knows who this guy is. He's Chris Monroe from New Jersey who saved my buttocks at the – uh, WrestleMania yesterday because my phone almost died and he had a charger. I offered him cash to use it. He said, Nope. And let me use his charger so I could still get pictures. And of course we had to kind of meet up after we got out of here and, uh, yeah, wouldn't have been able to do that without him. So Chris Monroe from New Jersey at his, he was at his 10th WrestleMania. Thank wow. Wow. Seriously. Yeah. Good job, Chris. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Here we go. I'm just shocked somebody from New Jersey actually helped somebody. Yeah, seriously. That That is a very good point, Joe. That's I the even, bigger win. I even told him I'm from Pennsylvania, and he still... He still helped it. you? Yeah, mm. he did. So, wow. So, yeah, so thanks to Chris. But, guys, this has really been an incredible experience down here. And I, I guess to start, you know, we... Uh, I got to go to the... I didn't get to go to the SmackDown press jump, but we went to the Raw one. Uh and you know, amazingly well coordinated. Had a great time. I got to interview the Miz, Rhea Ripley, Alpha Academy, Carmelo Hayes, uh, Grayson Waller, and Roxanne Perez. Uh, 
all of them terrific terrific people and just had a blast talking to them and uh, we're going to play a couple of those interviews intermittently during the show we also do have those up on youtube and at markoakshow.podbean.com so if you want to check all those out they are all posted uh just everybody having a terrific time and a little bit of foreshadowing in some of those interviews to say the least because of course we had some new champions crowned over the weekend but mm-hmm. uh, unbelievable time at the at the junket uh met chris van vliet that was fun yeah so he's pretty big time um and a couple new friends uh Stu myrick from the horn in austin and uh rick Uccino, who's on 700 wlw in cincinnati he's their news director and wrestling expert uh want to thank those guys for helping out too they really appreciated me that experience terrific so thank you gentlemen all right so we got to go to smackdown and the hall of fame ceremony and of course you know smackdown kind of let in you know, nothing too insane there but some pretty good matches on the card but uh, the hall of fame and i, I want to talk about that first because obviously it wasn't a, a thick hall of fame class but obviously very top heavy top heavy with the man of the hour, Ray Mysterio Jr. And guys, I, the impression I, I got out of that, I, you know, I had known how much guys like Ray Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero meant to the Latin community, but I think I didn't quite totally get it until that ceremony. Of course, we're in LA, very heavy Latin population guys they were going crazy and i i don't know if there was a dry eye in the house with ray except for dominic and Rhea, who walked out of the ceremony but uh what a what a great time and guys your your thoughts on the hall of fame ceremony especially on uh on ray mysterio uh chris want to start with you or brian sorry um i think that ray mysterio my my girlfriend's favorite my girlfriend's from mexico her favorite wrestlers ray mysterio he's really the only one she wants to watch uh the everything in mexican culture is so embraces the lucha community and and their their wrestling their form of wrestling i mean it, it really doesn't surprise me i i think ray mysterio obviously belongs in the hall of fame he when I saw him in WCW, he did things at age 20 and 21 that I had never seen before. Yeah. It was it was so far beyond anything I had witnessed that it I almost like didn't even know how to take it. Like, what is this doing here? You know, it was just so amazing. And but still just like this isn't what I'm used to seeing, you know? <laughs> and and it just what we see now was stuff he was doing 20 years ago. And it, and it was groundbreaking. You know, that's that's what I always think about with him. Joe, you know? your thoughts on Rey Mysterio? Well, it's funny. Uh, probably more than 20 years ago, I used to do some business with the uh, Nitro Grill, which was at the Excalibur. And WCW would bring different wrestlers pretty much every week there. And you'd get guys like Sting and Ric Flair and, and Goldberg. And I remember being shocked because when Rey Mysterio was there, there was a line down the stairs at the Excalibur. And it was just insane to me the influence that he had that more people went for a Rey Mysterio autograph than, than Goldberg or Sting. And that was 20 years ago. 
and it was just mind-boggling to me that how popular he was and you know you fast forward he's done so much more in those 20 years it does not shock me in in the least and also having the opportunity to meet him a couple times just a super super nice guy and you know there's so many people who will go out of their way to tell you what a great person Rey Mysterio is you know I got guys that I have friends on the outside who know who do not work for WWE and a few of them have told me that you know Ray's almost like they're in at WWE that, you know, he's, he'll go out of his way for people he worked with at Lucha Underground and, you know, try to help them, you know, get a job with the Fed. So he's just overall a super nice guy who's, who's, who's extremely helpful and, and willing to, you know, take care of people. You know, in this business, sometimes you see a lot of guys who it's just, they don't want anybody to take their spot. I remember meeting the Honky Tonk Man once, and he was talking about Brutus Beefcake, about trying to get him work, and he's like, oh, this guy wants me to get him work? He's like, that could cost me a job. And that's the mentality <laughs> of a lot of people. And it, it was hilarious, you know. Uh, that, that That's another story for another day, and that's yeah. a funny one, but it, it's just amazing to me, uh, especially the longevity. And, and you see in the match, you know, Dominic's not the greatest wrestler in the world, but you can see Ray can still go. And, oh, yeah. You know, as I say, 40 is the new 30 in the wrestling business. Yep. And, and uh, you know, we'll, we'll get to the, the Mysterio's match. But I, I will say this, that the entire bottom bowl stood up for that whole match. It was absolutely incredible. And, of course, Conan inducted Ray. Uh, that was an incredible speech by Conan. I know a lot of people were a little worried that Conan was going to go a little nutsy cuckoo on that one. But uh, he did not. And, boy, he had everybody on their feet going crazy and th that was a pretty amazing moment and then we also saw the great muda go in uh obviously not a english speaker but we got the mist i think that's all everybody really needed out of that stacy keebler uh, a long speech from her but that was a lot of fun of course uh, andy coffin's family showed up to uh, induct him in and uh, you know very influential figure in the early days of wrestling back in the 80s before WrestleMania hit, the first one of the first really big uh, media, yeah, not super early, bro. I was okay, you early. man. I mean, not the 30, <laughs> but I should say, like not that early. Yeah, yeah. Not that early. Okay, okay. And, and Tim White's family showed up too, and you know, Tim White was a guy that you know, of course, took care of Andre the Giant and a lot of the other wrestlers. So that was pretty uh, pretty fun to see them. But a, a great Hall of Fame ceremony. They're at uh, at crypto. I can't. I can't see it. That doesn't even work. Crypto.com arena. Is it? Yeah. It's arena, right. Yeah. But uh, a great night, and uh, you know, very happy to see Rey Mysterio heading into the Hall of Fame. So, um, and of course, hey, we've got so much more coming up. I want to get this uh, break in fair little early because uh, we've got a lot to go through nxt stand and deliver uh, wrestlemania night one and getting ready for night two uh but i do want to remind everybody you're driving around las vegas you know ray mysterio loves good food he could tell right he digs it and i bet he'd enjoy going to unique eats going on going down there 3100 south durango suite 100 
and unbelievable breakfast right now get one of those omelets pancakes as big as your head great great food and you know lunch too of course sandwiches award-winning pasta from celebrity chef dominic tedesco it is unbelievable you will absolutely love it vegans celebrate you can get vegan food too and of course all those smoothies and just unbelievable service you're gonna love it at unique eats 3100 south narango suite 100 and at uniqueeatslv.com. All right, guys, let's take a first break, and we come back. Stand and deliver. Got a little crazy. Little ladders flying around, and we got a new champ. So stick around. We will be right back on the Mark Oak Show here on KDON. The Mark Hoke Show is proud to announce our partnership with Pro Wrestling's premier charity, the Cauliflower Alley Club. For nearly 60 years, the CAC has stood strong, assisting members of the wrestling industry in their times of need. Please join us in supporting the Cauliflower Alley Club by becoming a member for just $25 a year or make an individual donation today. Go to caulifloweralleyclub.org and give back to the people that have brought us so much entertainment and joy in pro wrestling. Once again, that's caulifloweralleyclub.org. 101.5 FM KDON. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Here again, your host, Mark Hoke. And we are back on the Mark Hoke Show on KDON 101.5 FM on your dial. Oh, the best in pro wrestling news and entertainment. We're at WrestleMania weekend here in Los Angeles having a great time. And of course, we got the running mates hanging out with us too. Joe DeFalco, they're all good. <laughs> all good. You go to any uh, other shows? I'm sorry? Did you go to any other shows? GCW no, I've been at like 30. Yeah, we've been doing all WWE stuff, so it's been uh, it's been pretty crazy. Of course, Brian Ronovich from Las Vegas Wrestling Scene. Um, NXT Stand and Deliver started off the day yesterday, guys, and uh, we had a, a few title changes, but... Started off a great ladder match for the ladies, but a new champion, Indy Hartwell, takes down that title and kind of a, a crazy finish. She was a little injured, and Dexter Loomis shows up, puts her on her shoulders, gets her up the ladder, and she wins the title. But a really short reign for Roxanne Perez, as of course, remember, she had collapsed a couple weeks ago, which set up this whole match, and they decided to change the title. Were you guys a little surprised about that? Anybody? Well, I thought that uh, being that we didn't think she was going to be in the match, I think at that point they had to change the title. So I don't understand what really happened, and I don't think any of us do. So it was like it, it was just a whole weird situation. So once they put her in the match, I did not see her retaining, you know, situations like that it's usually like if they put somebody in at the last minute they always like to put that person in you know to win the match so uh i think if there wasn't whatever issue that went on that they wouldn't have, wouldn't have changed the title but i think because of the situation whatever it was that they felt hey you know let, let's put a new champion and again uh, I'm surprised. I thought uh, Zoe was going to get the win, and now she turned heel and had 
you know, two opportunities and didn't win. It's like, well, hopefully that's a lead into the main roster. But, you know, yeah, I'm surprised that the person who won did. Yeah, I think a lot of people were a little shocked. But you know, yeah, it, yeah. Go, go ahead. Brian. No, yeah, I never really. I don't know. I'm not speaking for Joe here. I never saw her as really being a champion. It it, it never. I thought that Zoe was going to win too, but I. But everything. My impression was that if she didn't win, she was going up because that's just been the rumor for such a long time now. I, I feel like we've we've heard it a while. So I hope it means that Zoe moves up to the main roster. That's that's really what I'm hoping we get out of this match, especially since she didn't get the belt. Because that seemed like natural to me that she was going to get her chance with the title. But if it means a main roster move, then that's all the better. Yep. We also had an unbelievable NXT North American Championship match, that five-way match. Wesley holds on to the title, but what a wild one that took place there. Uh, Johnny Gargano and Grayson Waller in an unsanctioned match that Gargano gets the win, but, boy, Grayson Waller was impressive. We got to interview him, too. Uh, just and, and I'll tell you, a really confident guy, and even though he lost, the future is going to be very bright for Grayson Waller. Uh, we also had the NXT Women's Tag Team titles change hand as Fire and Dawn knocked off Fallon Henley and Keanu James. So we have new champions there, and I really like them. They they got a nice entrance, and I like the way they do their business. And then, of course, the big one, Braun Breaker against Carmelo Hayes, and we have a new NXT champion as Carmelo Hayes knocks off the young Steiner and wins the NXT title uh, at the end of the match. They shake hands and uh, break her hands. Carmelo Hayes the belt. And, of course, everybody's going crazy in L.A. for Carmelo. Uh, first, Brian, your thoughts on a new NXT champion, Carmelo Hayes, and what happens with Braun Breaker? Well, I certainly think it's Braun Breaker goes up. I mean, this it, it kind of feels like the, when the, you know, several years ago when the NXT title would change, it was always like the champion was going to make his debut in WWE soon after, or the former champion, rather, would be making his debut. That's To me, that's exactly what it feels like with Braun Breaker. He he looks like a, super, a star to me. I I, th- I don't think that's anything novel. It, it's he he kind of checks the boxes. I I think the the improved competition will obviously help him significantly. And as far as Carmelo Hayes goes, I mean this is kind of what we've been waiting for with him was to see him get the title, see what he can do with it. Um, he's another one that I think has you know tremendous potential, and I'm excited to see what he does with the belt. Joe. I- I'm curious to get your opinion on Braun Breaker. He did some incredibly spectacular things in that match. But do you think that he's ready as someone that helps with training wrestlers? Is Braun Breaker Breaker truly ready for the main roster? He's more ready than than most. Uh, You know, he held that title for, I would say, at least a year. And he came in there very green, but that's no different than uh, Solo Sokoa. He didn't get a lot of time in NXT, and it's like, well, is he ready? He didn't really get a lot of time because you got to adapt to that system taking away from the indies. But I don't think Braun Breaker did indies, so uh, it's kind of like Roman Reigns. You know, he got groomed 
and brought in and the main goal was to be on the main roster. You know, for WrestleMania weekend, I don't think uh, anybody had a worse weekend than the Steiner family. So, but by Monday, uh, there's a good opportunity, I think. And that's when a lot of new faces show up. And I think Braun Breaker is going to be the first new face that's going to break out and, you know, be seen on a Monday Night Raw. Yeah, and just to, if anybody doesn't know what Joe is referencing, uh, there was an incident at WrestleCon between uh, Rick Steiner and Giselle Shaw, uh, who is, uh, of course, trans, and uh, some comments got made that weren't so flattering. It was not good, mm-hmm. and he got 86th from WrestleCon, um, and you can read about that. Uh, I, I have the story on Cult Holic, one of my favorite sites, so you can check it out. But uh, a pretty rough day for Rick Steiner at Wrestle. Yeah, I, I, I contacted Jay Vidal because they said there was another person that was involved. And I asked if uh, he was part of that. And he said, no, he wasn't there when that happened. Well, that's good. But yeah, pre- yeah, but cre- pretty crazy stuff uh. coming, coming out of WrestleCon. So, yeah, not a, not a good weekend for the Steiners, to no. say the least. So. Who there would think go, but... all the craziness going around and it was and Scott Steiner had nothing to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> right? He, yeah. He, he was he was too busy with his abacus doing math. No nothing? Wow, I don't even uh, get a oh, that's funny. Uh, Are you grown? Yeah, there we go. Uh, Thanks, guys. Appreciate good. that. Yeah, Mark. And, good job. Thanks. <laughs> of course, we're on the Mark Oak Show on <laughs> KDON 101.5 on your dial in Las Vegas. We appreciate everybody listening. We are live in Los Angeles. WrestleMania weekend as uh, we'll be getting ready for night two. But as we prep for night one, guys, got to talk to a lot of the WWE superstars, and one of them was The Miz. That's right. And discussed with The Miz about his hosting duties at WrestleMania. Well, you know, you said it best. I am awesome. I mean, I'm feeling the electricity of WrestleMania. It's the season. It's the time where everyone just gets ready. WWE superstars, the fans, and SoFi Stadium is going to be pumping Saturday and Sunday. We can't wait for it. So the host of WrestleMania has gone through all sorts of different things over the years. What can we expect from you as the host of WrestleMania this year? Expect the unexpected. And I say this all the time, but if you literally watch anything I do, you have to expect the unexpected because WWE is live. It's in your face. You never know what's going to happen or when it's going to happen. But when it does happen, it's a memory that lasts a lifetime. Well, you've made a ton of memories at WrestleMania. With the battle with John Cena main eventing and all the other great matches you've had. What's one that's kind of an underrated one that people don't talk about that you think about when you look back over your career at WrestleMania? Uh, Right now, the one that comes in my head would be Shane McMahon versus The Miz at MetLife Stadium. Uh, It's kind of a anything goes, and my dad gets involved. My dad literally became a meme and went viral from, uh, I told him, if, if, if Shane McMahon comes up to you, put up your Dukes, right? Like, and what did he do? He did it like, put him up, put him up, put him up, and like, put him in like an old school 50s boxer. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's your stance, Dad? Like, really? Uh, but to have that match, and uh, I think it's a pretty underrated match. Yeah, and you know, we've seen you pretty much grow up in front of our eyes since you were doing interviews, coming off reality TV, into WWE. And what's that like to really have seen 
your life unfold in public so much. I mean, the t reality TV show and everything. It's crazy to watch, you know, the real world back to New York season 10, which was in, nine, uh, I think, 2000. And I was 20 years old doing the show. And then here I am, 42 right now, been on TV for 22 years when people said, you know, uh, he's only going to have 15 minutes of fame. I turned my 15 minutes of fame into years upon years of just hard work, dedication, and fun. So what's next? I mean, you know, I know you love to do acting. I heard the, uh, the Johnny Cage discussion over there a little while ago. Where do you want to go from here? Where do you, you know, where do you see yourself in another 10 years or so? You know, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know what the, the future brings, but uh, hopefully I can be the best dad and best husband I could possibly be and put forth uh, work out there in the entertainment industry that, that I'm really proud of. Now, when you made that shot at the NBA All-Star Game, I think I was actually doing producing a sports radio show, and I saw that shot go down. And I just sat there and said, he's going to be insufferable for the next six months. How do you keep doing all these things well? I create moments, man. You know what the amazing part about that moment is? Like, what you didn't know or what I don't think people saw is, like, they were really leaning on the rules. Like, at one point in one quarter, there was six on six. It was a six on six, like, basketball game. Then they have a four-point shot. Then Richard Jefferson, who's an NBA player, like, used to be a former one, was commentary. Then he was a referee. Then he was on my team. And so we had .7 seconds left. The other team has the ball. We're down by three. There's a four-point shot, right? I'm at the half-court point. They throw the ball in. I steal the ball, shoot the ball, make it. And I'm .1 seconds late. And they said, Rules are rules, guys. Rules are rules. And I'm like, I could have been, MB I, I could have been MVP. Could have been MVP. But yes, I was very un insufferable. Still am insufferable about that shot. That's okay. You yeah. deserve it. It's all good. You know, people don't get moments like that very often. No, so. so what are you looking forward to besides your hosting duties at WrestleMania this year? You know, John Cena's coming back. We haven't seen him in a while to see what he does with Austin Theory. See what Austin Theory does with John Cena. Does he step up to the plate and knock a home run out? We'll see. Time will tell. I can't wait to see Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio. Uh, Dominic's been a little punk, and I can't wait for Rey to put him in his place. Uh, I can't wait for the, the tag match, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens versus the Usos. Uh, you look at Cody Rhodes' story, his storybook. I mean, it's literally the fairy tale ending would be Cody Rhodes standing tall with the WWE Universal Championship over Roman Reigns. But Roman Reigns has been so dominant these past few years, has been the main eventer, been the star. I mean, can he take him? I don't know. So those are all just matches that I'm looking forward to. And, you know, Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley. I mean, I think these girls are going to go absolutely ballistic out there. So it's going to be something to watch. Yeah, this is going to be an amazing WrestleMania. And you're going to be running the show. I'm running the show, and I'm giving forth energy because two days of the, and these are long shows. And so I'm going to make sure this crowd is up and at them at all points of time. Just no zombies. That's all we ask. No, no zombies. Zombie. They're never zombies at WrestleMania. Come on. All right. There you go. A little time with the Miz here at WrestleMania. And, guys, of course, he got into a moment, and we'll probably get into that uh, as we break down the card from yesterday. But uh, let me ask you, Brian, first, uh, you know, your thoughts on the Miz, because, boy, you know, it's, it's really crazy that it's been 20-plus <laughs> years. And what a workhorse he's been. Very underrated guy in WWE. I agree completely. I didn't like him at all in the beginning. I don't know if that's other people, but I had a, I have friends that were fans that weren't fans of his either. But I think 
as the years went by, he just understood what to do. His matches are good. He's had some good to great matches. His his mic stuff is impeccable. His he manages to stay a relevant heel all the time. I mean, he has his his baby face runs, but the guy is primarily a heel. He knows how to do it. He knows how to get everything from the crowd um and at 22 years too like that's really unbelievable because it doesn't seem like it's been that long i still feel like he's a young and up-and-comer in a way it's kind of <laughs> kind of strange some guy maybe because he looks the same but he uh he's i think he's really good i've i really do like the miz i think overall and i was thinking to myself when you first when he was talking about being a 20 year old i'm thinking he's probably going to I imagine he's going to end up in the Hall of Fame. So, like, to think about that trajectory is pretty uh, – it's impressive. I think guys Joe, done a heck of a job. Joe, what are your thoughts on The Miz? You know, same. You know, when he first came in, he was the host of, like, SmackDown. And like, oh, this is ridiculous. This guy is horrible. And – you know, they had him in a tag team with Morrison, and I remember when they split him up, it was like that was how they turned Morrison babyface because they shook hands, and he laid him out, and I'm like, this guy's going nowhere. And then all of a sudden, he started connecting, and it was like, you know, he became at one point one of my favorite wrestlers. And, and again, it was the hard work and the determination. And, you know, when we talk about guys when they come to training, that's the number one thing, man. If you put your heart and soul into it, you know, there's a better chance that the guy that you look at and you say, yeah, he's not going to make it. That's the one that's going to make it. The guy who who puts in all the work and obviously Miz put in all the work and the longevity that he's had, you know, I, the match was disappointing, but you know, it is what it is. But man, when here's the guy who went from, you know, they were burying him to main eventing and, and beating a John Cena, you know, not many people do that. So, you know, Obviously, he is well-liked, and he's always in a good position. So maybe not in a great position, and sometimes it's like, ugh. But I'll tell you what, there's no doubt he is a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Two-time WWE champion, eight-time Intercontinental champion, two-time U.S. champion, uh, four-time uh, WWE tag team champion, two, uh, two-time SmackDown tag team champion when he uh, – team with Shane and John Morrison, uh, a couple of world tag team titles, uh, the first two-time Grand Slam champion. Would I mean, I I remember seeing him the first time, too, and I said, what is this guy doing here? And this is one of the greatest careers in WWE of all time, and yeah. know, it's kind of hard not to root for the guy. So, mm-hmm. so it was great to talk to The Miz, a really nice guy. I want to thank him for taking a few minutes hey. to speak to us, and it was it was a blast. Good job getting some personal stuff out of him, too. I thought he was just going to kayfabe you the whole time. But he, uh, I liked how he talked about, you know, he wanted to, he said first he wanted to be the best dad and uh, husband. I thought that was cool. He, You got a personal moment from him like that. And I don't think that's something that I wouldn't think he does all the time. Yeah. So, so that was fun talking to the Miz. And hey, we've got more coming up from WrestleMania weekend. But before we go to break, I just want to remind everybody, you want to throw some money down and make a little coin today? Well, you can bet on WrestleMania. That's right. You can do it. 
if you go to markhokeshow.com and click on one of those banners for betonline.ag, you can go ahead and throw your money down, you know, on all these great matches coming up today. Some interesting odds when we get to later in the show on our second hour talking about what's going to be coming up because there's a couple really tight ones here that I don't know who's going to win. So it's betonline.ag. Make sure you go to markhokeshow.com, click on our banner because that's how we get paid. So do that today. Hey, when we come back, more from WrestleMania here on the Mark Hoke Show. Stick around. We will be right back. Tired of the same boring food when you're out for breakfast or lunch? I'm Mark Hoke, and I have an idea for a different place to go with unique food you're sure to enjoy, and that's Unique Eats. Take some time out of your busy day and stop on in to Unique Eats, featuring celebrity chef Dominic Tedesco and his friendly staff. Whether it's a great start to your day with one of Unique Eats' amazing omelets, or lunch with his incredible sandwiches, pasta, and award-winning pizzas, you'll be in for a fantastic dining experience that won't break the bank. Unique Eats also features a smoothie bar and full vegetarian menu as well. Plus, if you need catering, you can count on Unique Eats no matter what the occasion. So what are you waiting for? Get on over to Unique Eats at 3100 South Durango, Suite 100, open daily until 3 p.m. Call them at 702-992-3038 or visit uniqueeatslv.com for their full menu and catering info. Break out of the same old routine and have a great meal at Unique Eats today. In a kayfabe world, LasVegasWrestlingScene.com brings you the real story. Las Vegas Wrestling Scene is the source for pro wrestling news, along with their up-to-date events calendar. Visit LasVegasWrestlingScene.com. 101.5 FM, KDON. You're listening to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Vegas, The Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Now, here again is Mark Hoke. And we are back here on 101.5 FM KDON, The Mark Hoke Show, the best in pro wrestling news and entertainment. I'm Mark Hoke, along with Brian Ronovich from Las Vegas Wrestling Scene and Joe DeFalco from Future Stars of Wrestling. Yeah, sorry, dot com. <laughs> we heard you. Come on, give me a break. It's a, you, guys, you, you guys have no idea how exhausted I am right now. And I still got one more day in the drive back. I drove down at 2.30 on Friday morning and went straight to the junket. So I've been, uh, I've been a little bit of a mess, to say the least. But, of course, I uh, want to thank all of you out there for listening. We certainly do appreciate it. Uh, we, I want to take a little bit of time because we did get to also talk to the new NXT champion, Carmelo Hayes. So let's hear from Carmelo as he talks about heading into NXT Stand and Deliver. I don't know if anyone's ever really excited to get in the ring of Broadbreaker, but uh, <laughs> uh, more than anything, bro, I'm just ready. You know, I'm so prepared. Somebody asked me earlier if I was nervous. I said, no, not nervous, just ready. Now, it, and it, you know, a lot of people have said about you, and every time your name comes up on our show, they just say, can't miss. This guy is going to be a future world champion someday. He's absolutely incredible in the ring. And when you hear things like that, what's your reaction? It's flattering. It really is, but I never lose sight of the bigger picture. Uh, and I don't really let that get to my head because uh, I know I need to focus on what's in front of me. Um, so many people want to predict my future. 
But in reality, it's like the plate in front of me is so big and so full of food uh, that I have to eat that before I can get to that point. So, I mean, it's great to have people, you know, talk about me like that in high regards. Um, but, you know, I'm so focused on what I'm doing now that I, I don't let that, you know, cloud my mind. I, you know, take care of business right in front of me. Well, when you head into a weekend like this here at WrestleMania and you think back to those seven-plus years grinding it out on the indies, what comes to mind? Just the sacrifices, man, like just so many things like and it's funny until you really stop and reflect, you don't even think about it because sometimes you get so caught up in the whirlwind of it all. Um, but when you stop and reflect, you just really you're right, man. Like, I, I'm glad that you said that because like almost needed, I didn't haven't done that yet uh, because I've been so locked in on this match. But I think tomorrow's going to be that moment where I say, wow, man, everything I did to get here, everything I sacrificed to get to this point. Uh, it's just it was all worth it. It really was. I'm seeing a lot of people I saw from back when I first started. I just talked to Graham over there um, and he had actually interviewed me when I was brand new like a couple months in uh, from Boston. So it's like wild that now this full full circle. So yeah. Yeah. So are we going to see you on the main roster coming up soon? I, I, I now I saw you grin when I said that you got to be thinking about it a little bit. Obviously taking care of business first, but this is you've got to feel like you're ready to roll. So, I mean, if everything doesn't work my way with this, with the NXT championship, like, I think that is probably the next step, um, unless it's, you know, we're in a rematch situation type of thing. But uh, like I said, man, earlier, I got to focus on what's in front of me. You know what I mean? If I'm over here thinking about going on the main roster, and I've talked to Sean about this many times, you know, what's the most important thing is the most important thing, and that's what's, like, in, in front of me right now. So uh, we'll get there when we get there. It's not going anywhere, and I'm only going to be better when, it, when the time is right. You know, spend some more time down here. I'm only going to get better. What's it like working with Shawn Michaels? Uh, I'm sure you've been asked that a million times, but working with a legend like that, what are some of the things that you've learned from him that you hadn't even thought about when you got to NXT? I mean, he's just like, oh, it's just a mastermind with it. Uh, sometimes he'll say something casually, and it just carries so much weight, you know, because he's experienced it. I, I said earlier with somebody, he's been through the highs, he's been through the lows, he's experienced everything there is to experience at the highest level of WWE, so it's like, when he speaks, it's gospel. You know, when he speaks, you're, you're listening because he might say something. If you don't, you're not paying attention, he might say something that might change your, your career. And that happens almost every time I talk to him. So, yeah, it's, it's a great experience, and I've learned so much, so, so much. What can we expect from this match? What's coming up? I think a new NXT champion is coming up. I really do, and I think that this is a match that was built up uh, over the last 18 months, even though we weren't in the ring together. For those 18 months, I think it was just uh, the rise of two stars for NXT. We made it through, you know, all the ups and all the downs of the 2.0 era that, you know, everybody wanted to see it fail. Uh, everybody kind of was, you know, eh, NXT 2.0, but you know, at the end of it all, you were talking about two names. Uh, it was Braun Breaker and Carmelo Hayes. So I think that we're gonna put on a good one for everybody, but on top of that, I think that, you know, we're gonna live up to the expectations of being the two guys. All right, so there's Carmelo Hayes, and he predicted correctly. He is the new NXT champion and guys real quick we got about three minutes to go the future of wwe is looking very bright there, there are just a ton of talent down there in nxt ready to come up we kind of had the last wave about a year year and a half ago and now this group i think is going to be carrying the wwe banner for a long time joe what are your thoughts on this on this crop oh we don't okay uh brian what are your thoughts yeah, I agree 100%. I think that when they got more serious about having NXT not be a third big brand and it became strictly development, 
I think that's when you saw the improvement. They got back to the infrastructure. They fixed that part, or at least they're in the process of fixing that part, bringing up prospects, developing them, getting them better, having them learn without a bunch of, or more often than not, you had you know bigger signings that would end up in NXT. And, and now I feel like this is much more of the developmental stage, which is what made NXT successful in the first place, was them being a developmental. So I really like what we see, and I really like both of these guys. Yeah, Joe, how are you feeling about the future of WWE with this NXT crop coming up? It's just amazing to me how much talent that is is that is out there. It's like with AEW signing so many people and even the impacts and NWAs and WWE, there's never been so many great talent that has been available. Like there wasn't that much great talent when WWE was the only one signing people. Now there's so much out there, and it's like, you know, Dragon Lee should be on the main roster, but they're going to give him, you know, a little bit of run in NXT, and I can't believe he won't be up there soon. And, we, you know, we've talked about Zoe. There's just so much talent. It's just insane. But the problem becomes, yeah, that's great. We're going to send him up to the main roster. And it's like, how many really good talent on the main roster is not really getting opportunities? So as great as it sounds, it becomes really difficult because you got to figure out so many spots. And it seems like they're cutting down on the, uh, you know, Raw, SmackDown, you only appear on one show. Now, there's only so much time. And the question becomes... If you do get that opportunity and there's a little hiccup, do you just get thrown to the side? Because we've seen that happen tons of times. Obviously, a Braun Breaker is not going to get tossed to the side. He's going to get an opportunity. So it is definitely going to be an interesting year to see because right after WrestleMania, it's always the time that uh, they, they bring up some new talent. But it's also the time that they release people. So... You know, we've been waiting for that for a long time. So it's going to be really interesting to see over the next two or three months, you know, who who's coming and who's going. All right. Well, guys, we're going to be going to WrestleMania and our second hour will be discussing yesterday's card and today's when big main event with Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes. Of course, we'd certainly appreciate if you give us a follow on Twitter at Mark Oak Show, Facebook, the Mark Oak Show. Of course, MarkHokeShow.com. All those podcasts are available, MarkHokeShow.Podbean.com. We have our YouTube channel, Mark Hoke Show. Check it out. Subscribe, like, follow, whatever you got to do. Just do it. Just do it. So we will be back on the Mark Hoke Show on KDON 101.5 FM. More from WrestleMania live in Los Angeles. Stick around for hour number two. We'll be right back. Want more of The Mark Hoke Show? Follow us on Twitter at Mark Hoke Show. Like us on Facebook at The Mark Hoke Show. And visit MarkHokeShow.com to keep up with everything happening with the show. And remember to check out all of our archive shows on YouTube at The Mark Hoke Show. And download our podcasts at MarkHokeShow.Podbean.com and all your favorite podcast outlets. So join The Mark Hoke Show family today, and thanks for listening.